Welcome back to Wellness for the Hot Mess, where we explore topics around holistic wellness, embodiment, entrepreneurship, and navigating the complexities of the human experience. These are real, raw, and vulnerable conversations between us, our community, and experts in their field. Our intention of every single episode is to inspire you to simplify your wellness routine. Because let's be real, less is more. Welcome back to Wellness for the Hot Mess. I'm Lexi Rodriguez. I'm an energetic embodiment guide and a fitness instructor in San Diego. And I'm Kristen McGrath. I'm a fitness instructor, holistic health and wellness coach. Honestly, I don't even know what I am anymore. It's one of those days. I'm running around all over the place doing all of the things that I don't even know what I am anymore. 2023, we're going in clean slate. I need to reinvent because I don't know what I am. Girl, I knew this conversation was going to yeah. be so massively expansive for me at this moment because I feel the same way. It's funny. My two words for the new year, well, one was simplicity <laughs> and I've been thrown into January and I'm like, girl, you are definitely not keeping it simple. And there are these little like threads of simplicity around me where I can see the light and I'm like, how did I get right here right now? Because it's everything other than simplicity. My other word though is trust. And so I feel like those together, it's like, I'm in a hot mess spiral right now. I'm okay. Don't worry. Don't call my mom. Um, but I, I definitely trust that this month is so full of information that I need so that I can really embody simplicity the rest of the year. Yeah. Totally. We're back. <laughs> We're back. If you follow Lex on social media, you've been through like, you've been through like a shit storm the last couple of weeks. What's been going Literally. on? What's been going Literally. on? Literally. Literally storm. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we had such a beautiful time in Oregon. We always go to Oregon for Christmas. And my mom, it's so funny, my mom, she sent us our Christmas presents. And one of them was this big book of beautiful places in Tucson, <laughs> like like the desert and the mountains and all these famous places. It's I was like, she's bribing us or she's trying to get us to come there more. But I was telling her about the storms and Portland was was so windy and so stormy for a hot seven days in a row. Well, even, even, I think they finally got sunshine today, but the wind was like so gnarly. You couldn't even like go outside. Although we, we didn't want to. Um, and that was like kind of fun. And then as I'm texting with my mom while I'm in Portland, she's like, well, maybe you should come to Tucson. It's been 75 and sunny here, <laughs> but it's always kind of gloomy and dark there, but it's fun because it's, it's Christmas. And so we kind of play the part, but this year it was fun and beautiful and great, but it, the, everything was closed because of these wind warnings and stuff like that. Um, and then we headed to Bend, Oregon, to, to stay with my husband's dad. And that was beautiful. The sun came out there, which is nice, but snowstorms, like crazy wow. snowstorms everywhere. And, um, then my husband got sick, so sick that we couldn't get on our airplane to leave, to come back home because, I mean, I just wasn't going to do that to him. And he had a fever, he had a high fever, like a higher fever than he's ever had. Mm -hmm. And so 
we're just chilling at his mom's um, for like two extra days. But I added padding to my trip so that when I came home, I could organize. So literally, and I'm on that, I'm on the tip right now that is like, don't cancel on clients, keep your classes, like stay in integrity, which they would have understood, but I didn't want to, I wanted to get back to work right? We've been chilling. And so we had to stay in Portland two extra days and then come home. I teach at 6 a.m. We get home mm-hmm. at like 2 a.m. I teach at mm-hmm. 6. I'm, I'm like, what am I? I'm completely going against everything I've ever said or learned about this. Long story short, I feel like I'm finally seeing the light. I made a nice homemade soup tonight <laughs> to have. We're eating clean. Um, the house is, is still half of a mess, but we basically see the light. He's feeling better. Thank God. But holy shit, it's been wild. How are you? I mean, I think this is just like further proof that things do not go as planned. We talk about this all the time, but like both of us stepping into a new year, this is like the time where everyone's setting goals and doing all these amazing things. And like, easing into the new year. I feel like for both of us, it's just been opposite. Like my apartment has never been so messy. My (laughs) life has never been so messy, but I'm like, but I'm okay with it. I feel like this year I'm just like, okay with it, which is so good. And just like staying present with everything. And I think a good way to look at this is just like, again, how we're laughing and making a joke about it because at the end of the day, like stepping into a new year into January, just because it doesn't start the way you wanted it to, just because it doesn't start off on that like perfect right foot, that does not determine anything into your year. We kind of like think the opposite where if we start on a right foot, we're going to continue that momentum. How often does that last? It usually doesn't. So Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. that total hot mess as well. I went to visit my parents in South Carolina for the holidays and I was excited because it's like 75 degrees there and beautiful right now this storm that happened everywhere. It was like 20 degrees in South Carolina. So I drove down with the dog. We drove 14 hours. First off, let me backtrack. My dad flew to New York to drive with me, which was so sweet because he's retired. Yeah. He found like a $50 flight. He was taking a flight that was supposed to land in Newark at 10 PM, which was perfect. Cause then I would just pick him up and we drive, we would drive overnight. We'd get South Carolina in the morning. He texted me and he was like, so I'm at the airport. I'm at my gate. And my poor dad doesn't have like text alert signed up for the airplane. So he was like, I just checked my email and my flight is four hours delayed. And I was like, yeah, so that my poor dad's sitting at the airport by himself reading a book, which is fine. But then I'm like, okay, let me try to go back to sleep then. Cause I took like a 20 minute power nap and I felt great. I was ready to pick him up at 10. It was going to be good. Fell back asleep for two hours. And that ended up like screwing me. I woke up at around midnight and he landed at like 1230. So I picked him up at 1230 and we started our drive and that two and a half hours, Mm. it totally messed us up. We hit so much more traffic than we would have in the morning. I was exhausted. I was at one point, like pinching myself to stay awake while driving, praying that the sun would come up. I was like, I just need light. I just need light. I'll be fine. Oh my gosh. So it was off to a rough start. We got to South Carolina. Everything was good. There was just a little cold. And then I drove home by myself and I did the same thing. I stayed at my parents a little too long. I delayed my trip and I came back and taught a 9am class the next day. And I was like, yeah, at a new studio, brand new studio that I've never taught at. And I was like, first time shut up the anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. So we are, we're not, um, we are not practicing what we preach right now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? We're practicing the hot mess aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And 
What I love that you said about like having the dirty house and not allowing it to be your personality (laughs) or not allowing it to be, you know, how you rate your worthiness for the day is so important. And I had a mentor, she, she's, she's incredible. Ariana Joy, if you can follow her on Instagram, um, something that she, she really helped me with, but also just from following her, she would post, she would, she's very successful entrepreneur in the wellness space, um, knowledgeable, wise, just incredible human. And she'll post like her dirty dishes once in a while. And she'll say, Hey, I just want to let you know, I had three calls today. I did have time to clean my kitchen, but I didn't because I was in flow. And so that's my excuse. Every time I tell my husband, I'm not cleaning the kitchen today, Mm -hmm. but I've always been a messy person. Right. And I'll just, I'll just be flat out honest. Um, I definitely have ADD and I struggled with a lot of neurodivergence as a kid that I never, and we're going to get into this later, but that I never got medication for. My parents were just like, no, we're not going to do that, which is totally fine. And I'm glad they did that. But as I learn more from what I read on the internet and from just working with professionals, that's a part of it. And, and sometimes to pull, to pull myself out of my, finally, I'm in a flow with work. And finally I'm, you know, focused to pull myself out of it, to go clean the kitchen, because I think it means I'm a shitty person is just going to distract me from the flow that I'm in. And so I think it's important if you're listening and January feels a little bit messy, or you don't have the number in the bank account that you thought you would have, or right, or you're not making it to the gym as much as you wanted or planned or made a pact with your friend. Um, I want you to stay centered and see if you can notice what is in flow. Like right now for me, opportunities and work and right now fitness is really in flow for me. I have to balance by over, not overworking, but but focusing more on some of the other things so that things can feel a little more balanced, but I'll take it. And that might not be the case in two months. Mm, I love that. I can flow always changes, which is like the beautiful part. I totally am with that too. I I think I'm in my like grind flow right now. And I'm so anti-hustle culture at this point in my life, but it feels good to be exactly what you just said. Like tonight, for example, I worked on a couple of things for classes tomorrow, which I definitely didn't have to, it was little extra work that I did totally. instead of cleaning the kitchen, but it just felt really good in the moment. Mm-hmm. I had a moment the other night as well, where I was meeting with a group. It's kind of like a beta trial for a new, it's basically like a fitness for your mind. It was from the creators of soul cycle called peoplehood. They're launching this beta test thing. And it's kind of like hopping on zoom with strangers and just answering journal prompts, very similar to what we do in our community dumps. And I had signed up for one last Monday at 8 PM. My Mondays are kind of long and I sat there and I was like, this will feel really good to do. I'll be surrounded with people who can hold my energy and hold space for me. And then I was looking at the TV and a show came on the office came on and that's like my comfort show. And I was like, I think I'm going to unsubscribe from the people tonight and watch the office. And that's something that like wellness Mm -hmm. thick Kristen would have never done. I would have been like, no, choose the wellness option. Like make yourself make mindset a priority. It felt so good because I just don't even think I had the space to even be within other people as well. And like, I knew showing up to that, not only would they hold space for me, but I would have to do the same. 
and totally. just like watching a show in the moment felt so mm-hmm. much better. And I was so much happier versus mm-hmm. if I had like forced myself to do something that I thought would have helped, but it just like, it was such a good flow, intuitive moment. And it feels good yeah. to like come into the near with that stuff and be okay with it. That's good. That's another thing with courses and, and community events and stuff and challenges and stuff like that, um, that I've, I'm definitely a part of, and I'm, um, collabing with a lot of people right now in January to, to hold space for people's growth. But something I've been telling my classes all month is there's something about a divine conscious connected person that is flexibility right? And divine masculine, um, a trait of the divine masculine is flexibility and a masculine trait, a divine masculine trait also is like, get shit done, focus, integrity, um, stick to your word. Right. And, but in the same breath, it's flexibility. And so what I've been telling my classes is have these intentions, perhaps you sign up for a challenge, but again, I think the shift here and the strength here is not making that whole thing, your personality type, not making that whole thing, hold your worth because then if you don't show up to a call or you don't get one video done, then it's like, fuck it, order the pizza, go out to the bar, fuck my new year's resolution. Right. And so it's just flexibility, micro intentions, being really mindful of the environment and the messages that the environment is giving you, but also your internal environment. So what you were saying with, when the office came on, what came up for me is like, that's really beautiful that you paid attention to your internal cue, which I bet you can't even describe, mm-hmm. but you were like, Ooh, this journal, this journal session tonight is not for me. And, um, it was, I posted about it, but when I was in Oregon, it was probably the first, I took a couple of clients the first week I was there. And then I took seven days completely off from clients or creating or anything like that. I know. And it was the first time in a long time that I've done that. Um, even, even when we were prepping for the wedding, I was taking clients in the hotel room and I loved it, but this was the first time in a long time. And I was posting that, yeah, this was so beautiful to be with family and to be with friends. It was really fucking hard mm. to shift into an internal environment that was like open and relaxed and could binge Emily in Paris seven episodes at 2 p.m. in the daytime um, without it was hard because my brain was still on work. And so I feel like it took me a whole week to relax um, and I can turn on presence quick, quickly. I'm not always thinking about work, but I'm saying when I want to just be like do nothing it was kind of challenging for me. So I really admire that you were able to just make that decision. And if you're listening and you feel burnt out, you feel tired, you feel uninspired, you feel irritated, even that's a sign. Those are signs from your internal environment that go do something that lights you up. And it doesn't have to be um, a meditation. It doesn't have to be you know, a fucking green juice and an ice bath because mm. you just won't catch me in an ice bath. I hate them. Um, but if it's like, watch a show, if it's have a glass of wine, I was telling a client the other day, I'm like, it sounds like you need to just put on some music, go do some girl talk with the friend. I was like, be sexy with your man. Like it's those things mm. will bring you back to your center. Mm. And that's wellness too. 
Oh, flexibility into 2023. Cheers to that. (laughs) Cheers to the water bottle who should not be named on this podcast until they sponsor us. But if you turn on TikTok, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Wait, my high school ex-boyfriend, not to throw him out there, the one that I've talked about on this show before, that's his name. This is, his name is. I know, I know, I ruined it for everybody. Okay, um, what by a the nerd. way, yeah, by the way, though, I bought this water bottle and my husband literally almost blew his gasket. He was literally like, I cannot believe, like, seriously, like, mad. I cannot believe you bought another water bottle. I was like, but look at it. It's so nice and big and hydration. (laughs) I do love her. She's an investment. Will I lose her in probably a month? Yes. Will I not want to wash her and just throw her away? (laughs) And then you get like one sip and you pay too much attention to where the lip part goes. And you're like, is that green? Is that green that I see there? Oh my God. Speaking of trends though, this one, this water bottle is definitely a trend right now that I think is going to stick with, but I've been seeing literally everywhere. I don't know about you, but I'm calling it for 2023. The trend that is going to be happening in the wellness space drum roll. It's biohacking. It's biohacking Mm -hmm. bitch. I think, have you heard of biohacking? Yes. So I've heard of biohacking a while ago and I never because I feel like it's just taking care of yourself (laughs) like I feel like it's just elevating your human experience by being aware of um being conscious that not everything that is out there to make us feel better I'm putting that I'm saying that in air quotes is making us feel better it's it's almost just putting a bandaid on top of things. And so you're right. I think that this is a beautiful trend. I think it's a trend everyone should explore, but I, there were like a couple articles I read or a couple of podcasts I listened to that just threw me off. Like, mm-hmm. um, so extreme, like so extreme yes. and kind of culty, but also, but then on the other side of it, there's so many, there's so much information out there that's so beautiful and healing and authentic to how we should be living. But it did get a little black mirror-ish. Yes. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, just that's, take care of yourself. We don't need chips yeah. in our brain. That's why I'm like so obsessed with this right now. Cause I feel like this is going to be the next 75 hard or whatever. Half the world thinks yeah. it's amazing. The other half is like, it's crap. So for people who don't know, essentially biohacking, it's a lot more simple than you think. The term sounds a little scary, but kind of like what Lex was saying, biohacking involves people making changes to their body, to their mind, to their diet, sometimes even like mindset or lifestyle to improve your health and well-being. So like at its core, biohacking is basically how we treat our bodies, how we treat our minds, how we talk to ourselves, and then kind of what we allow to come in contact with our bodies, good or bad. So basically what I think is fun about biohacking is that it's kind of like do it yourself biology, which is right up my alley because I will do anything and try anything once. And then, especially when it comes to like wellness trends and DIY stuff. So what I've been seeing is a lot of differing opinions, kind of like we were talking about on biohacking recently. So I think it's going to be like the wellness thing for 2023 because of all the positives that come from it, but there also is like the other side of it too. So 
if you are living a healthier life, you're feeling better, your quality of life is improving, you're getting better sleep, more energy, you're basically extending your life by rebuilding and rebooting yourself. Like obviously taking great care of yourself, that's going to make you feel better mentally and physically. But that is like very black mirror to me, like all of this from the core of biohacking out, it's like so intense, but it has been around for years. So if you're kind of sitting there still and you're like, I don't know what a good example is for me, a good example to understand biohacking is intermittent fasting. So when you intermittent fast, you only eat, I don't know the hours. I think you can do it on your own schedule, but it's like Mm -hmm. eating through a certain window and then not eating for the rest of the day, kind of like around that schedule. So you're kind of choosing to fast for a certain amount of time to eat during that time. And you're basically biohacking your body for things like weight loss, better digestion, whatever your goals are in fitness but that's kind of like a great example of biohacking. Yeah. That's a good example because, um, I do follow a few people that I trust, um, that talk about intermittent fasting or intermittent (laughs) fasting. And, um, it's really good. This is what I got from them is when we're constantly feeding our body food, yeah, we, it's good to nourish yourself, but if you don't ever let your body create the healing fuel or the healing enzymes that it naturally creates by fasting, um, we're not able to fuel the brain also Mm -hmm. as properly. Like it's almost like the signals don't, the signals and the growth doesn't go all the way up to the brain because the body is so busy digesting your fucking food. And that's something huge for me. Um, I just want to, I, this, this year, I want to be more mindful of eating. I've always struggled with emotional eating always, always. Mm -hmm. And so it's just being more mindful and getting my mind more right. Right. It's like, not, it's not, stressing on the food. I need to stress on the mind and the emotional part so that I don't have to lean on the food to feel grounded in my body. Right. So intermittent fasting has helped a lot with that. When my husband was sick, I actually was like, Hey, if you're not hungry, don't eat because your body right now is working overtime to try to get this fever down. And if it has to also digest your food, right, it's gonna, it's gonna overflow. And so little things like that are biohacking. Also, what I was thinking when I dropped into this topic is microdosing, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so biohacking is been around for centuries, Mm -hmm. right? Think about ayahuasca, ceremonies that started in the jungle, any type of medicine ceremony, um, intentional medicine use and intentional microdose use, which we've both been practicing has definitely changed my perspective on so many things. And I think it's creating a sustainable, um, it's creating sustainable growth and transformation Mm -hmm. within me and not just, I'm doing this 30 day challenge where I don't complain. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I'm actually feeling where the root of the, the complaint is coming from and I'm healing. And that is biohacking. I think, I think that biohacking can be looked at as, trendy and doing a challenge, but the way I see it is 
holistically getting to the root of of what needs to be felt and seen and heard. Yeah. See, that's where I hope it goes. And that's why I wanted to do this episode because as this starts to come onto the scene, I know people are going to be looking for resources on what to trust, who to trust. And then before we get deeper into this, Lexi and I are not doctors. You guys know this. So do your research. Of course, we're just here to provide our opinions and what we think about it. But I like what you said, even in the beginning of this episode about bringing flexibility into 2023, because at the end of the day, biohacking is basically changing your entire life. So you can live a healthier and longer life and the best life you can live. But like, if you're focusing so much on what to do or what not to do, you're missing so much in front of you, like little Mm. beautiful things of life. So that's like the tricky part of it. So whether you think you've done biohacking or not, I think you probably have at this point, some popular trends that I think are going to start to be like a topic on podcasts, on TV shows and books, whatever. The first one I thought of a super popular form of biohacking is nootropics. So kind of like smart Mm. drugs. Mm -hmm. So these are non-prescription drugs that they could be tablets. They can be pills. It can be supplements or drinks, powders, things like that. Basically nootropics are foods that are different types of that contain different types of smart drugs. So things that could help brain performance. A good example is ashwagandha. I know a lot of people take ashwagandha for anxiety, for mental health, for clarity, energy, better sleep. And then another one that's not so woo woo is like caffeine. Caffeine is considered mm-hmm. a nootropic. Totally. So it's things for brain health, brain function. So they like to say for biohacking, consistently involving these things in your daily routine will biohack your brain performance and it can boost your brain performance, which is obviously good for creating new neural pathways and kind of rerouting old thoughts and stepping into just like a healthier space and having less brain fog. But then like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, that sounds great. And then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, there's going to be someone out there who isn't as familiar with holistic remedies or holistic nootropics, and they're going to automatically cling to caffeine as their nootropic. And like what happens when you have too much caffeine, anxiety, weight gain, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like things like that, your sleep schedule gets fucked. So, or even I once got on the trend, I've any, I'll do anything for for brain health and for, for more energy. And I've tried it all. Trust me. I, and I mean, even like going all the way back to fat burner days, you know, we talked about that on one of our episodes, but this is a really good conversation to have that your body is going to receive things different than the next person. So it's so important to talk to a professional Mm -hmm. and also do your, just do your fucking research. Um, I hopped on back in the day, I hopped on the, it was like the ghee in your, the oil, MCT oil in your coffee And it just didn't work for me. I shit my pants every time I, every time, but then I also like got super bloated Mm -hmm. because the butter and the oil was just not working for me, but I was seeing people online, like with look strong looking bodies promote this stuff. And I hopped on, um, and what else? Oh, I had a reading once from one of my friends who is is an extraordinary healer. And she told me that most wellness trends are not going to work for me. 
is that crazy? It was like a channeled message from my guides. Like she was just like, and I just also, I'm being told to tell you, mm. I was like, how'd you know? Mm. Like, how did you know I was trying everything? Cause I have been one to try everything. I know um, Symbiotica is a good brand. I haven't tried their stuff yet, but I will. Uh, I will actually, I was going to buy some of their nootropics this week. And mm. so I'll, I'll get that and I'll try it out and I'll let you guys know, but I'm always up to try, but also be, again, be mindful because this stuff might not be right for your system. Mm -hmm. That's why social media is a little tricky with health and wellness. It's so easy to catch on to trends. And if it works for someone, there's an influencer out there right now who I admire. I think she's adorable and super sweet, but she talks a lot about her acne journey and she's actually on Accutane right now. And this girl has like the pull of everyone from athletes to young girls, to everything in between everyone knows who she is. And I was on Accutane twice. And I think it's great that she's sharing her experience, but at the same time, this pill is so toxic. Like it is filled heard, with yeah. horrible things. It saved my skin and I was on it for two cycles, but had I known then what I know now about it, I think I would have tried a little more holistic remedies first. I wasn't as aware back then. I didn't know that changing my diet completely to whole foods could help my skin. Little things like that, that that's so easy for me now to recognize, but Accutane really fucked me up for a while. I had really bad physical symptoms. I was so depressed. I was gaining mm. weight. I had a boyfriend at the time. And if you get pregnant on Accutane, it's like, you have to abort the baby. You can't go through the pregnancy because it'll be born with deformities and all of these crazy things. And I was constantly anxious about that. And I just remember feeling like for two years, mm. like so heavy. And so I missed out on like two of the greatest of my teenage years because of it. So this influencer is kind of documenting her journey on it, which is great. But the comments are just flooded with girls who yeah. are like, and I go to their pages and they have like a few pimples here and there. And I'm like, you don't need it. You don't need it. But because somebody says jump majority of people are going to say mm -hmm. how high. So social media is tough with wellness, which is why like this podcast exists for you. It's not one size fits all and things like biohacking. Mm -hmm. It's not one size fits all. So do your research and yeah. pick what works for you. It's also like a quick fix. I think totally. there are some biohacks that are a quick fix. This um, is like the like next one. The next one I have. Oh, that you were going to talk about. Okay, cool. Go yeah. for it. Wearable technology, Apple Watch, things that count your steps, like things like that, that are such a quick, immediate serotonin boost. Like, oh my God, I closed my rings today on my Apple Watch. I'm so healthy. What's going on up here today though? Your Apple Watch doesn't know. Little things like that. Totally. That's like such a quick, instant fix. And you're like 10,000 steps. There you go. You lose weight. And then over time, like suddenly things aren't feeling right. And you're feeling out of balance. And your only priority is like the number on the watch. Yeah. Your watch doesn't know what your nervous system health is. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is huge with this stress. Stress causes tension in the mind, tension in the mind causes tension in the body. Um, tension in the body causes depression. Mm. Right. And so it's all related. And so the root is how can we support our our nervous system and how can we have a healthier, healthier window of tolerance? Um, because you're right. And also when it comes to that, the watch, the Apple watch, my mom even told me that she had to stop wearing her watch because 
it was telling her that she wasn't getting, or it wasn't maybe not an Apple watch, but something that tracked her sleep. And it would tell her like, she felt fine in the morning, but it would tell her she didn't get the good amount of like, which whatever, but that would stress her out about being like, shit, I'm going to be tired today. Right. Because I didn't get three REM cycles of sleep. It's like, but you can feel good because what else brings energy joy and things that you love and seeing your family and not just the idea that I didn't get enough sleep. So I'm going to cancel all my plans. And I think that's what it could also be doing is it's almost telling your story for you. It's creating your story for you rather than you intuitively feeling into the body. But again, there is the side of biohacking where you can intuitively feel into the body and you can say, you know what? I need a meditation instead of that coffee. So instead of having my second coffee of the day, I'm going to take 10 minutes and I'm going to notice when I open my eyes that, that, that brought the same type of energy into my system that the coffee would have. Mm. And what the coffee did was just basically put a bandaid on my exhaustion. And what the meditation did was let my mind rest. And I love coffee. Sometimes I even like to get freaky and drink coffee before I meditate, but (laughs) I listen to my body. And so the biohack, holy shit, get this. The biohack could be listening to your body. I'm down with that. Okay. Next one you talked, you mentioned like a quick blurb of it, cold water therapy. So this is like all over everything I read. People have these like plunge baths in their backyard and like everyone's taking cold plunges. I can't even do a 30 second cold (laughs) shot in the shower. My nipples freeze off my body. Everything is so stiff. I'm like, how is this good for me? I'm so tense that like, I feel like I'm going to pull a muscle. I, I don't know. So cold water therapy is it's like increasingly popular. I'm sure you've seen it out there. And it's like one of those trends that I simply can't get behind for comfort reason. But then I look, I look at the benefits and it's like, great for your cardiovascular system. It's great for your immune system, for your endocrine system, for mental health. It helps with inflammation, which is something I struggle with a lot. I have a lot of inflammation Mm. from Lyme's disease I had growing up. And it's like, Mm. all of this stuff sounds so great, but then there's a downside to everything as we have learning in biohacking that serious issues that could be involved if you're plunging too long, or if you're not having someone monitor you or help you, especially if you have health risks, you can go into cold shock. You can get hypothermia. You can have sudden death, God forbid, things like that, where I'm like, okay, there's, it's such a fine line. There's so many positives. And then there's like scary ass negatives. Mm -hmm. It's like, where, what, where, where do I win? Totally. It's like exploring a couple times and just being honest with how it made you feel. I've done, we have a studio in San Diego called Breathe Degrees and they do um, breath work and they kind of teach you how to breathe in the, in the cold water, which is cool. So they'll do like a breath work session and they'll kind of be like, this is the breath you're going to use when you're in the water. And so I think, I think that's helpful but if you don't know how to breathe, cause when I did it, it's the only time I've ever done it. When I did it, um, 
I immediately felt like I got the wind knocked out of me. My, my feet, like, it's just my feet. It's just like, I had my cold therapy while I was in Oregon for Christmas. My feet felt like they were going to break off in this little tub. And I was really proud of myself that I did it and I felt good. Right. But there wasn't any, for me, extreme difference in when I've done other things, like when I've done a meditation, when I've done a breathwork session, when I've had coffee with friends, when I've right. And so I also think it's important to say that sometimes people chase cathartic release. Yes. And I've had to be very, um, careful and, and aware of clients that I have where I'm just like, no, we're not going to do an intense breath work session today because that's, you're chasing that you're chasing this feeling, um, that comes up for you when your body is pushed to your limits. And that's okay. That's beautiful. And that can stretch you and that can create resilience. But if you're, if you're doing it every single day, if you're going to these, there's so many different breathwork modalities out there. And, you know, I teach traditional pranayama Mm -hmm. and there's so many new breath, breathwork modalities out there that are probably really great and beautiful. I haven't tried them all, but you shouldn't be, in my opinion, needing to go to a like crazy intense breathwork ceremony every single fucking week just like ayahuasca. In my, in my opinion, I've never done it. And again, that's something that may come up this year, but I, I know people that have gone like months after months. And I think it's just, again, whatever your personality type is, it could be feeding your addiction. Mm. Um, that is feeling something because you're numb, but how else can we guide you into feeling something? It could be, you know, expression, trauma work, slight breath work, gentle meditation, and then really getting the support from a therapist or a guide in some way so that you're not just continuously on this cycle of up and down emotional roller coaster because that's also not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, the cold plunge is not for me and the things that you just mentioned are for me and that draws me in and that makes me feel like, okay, that's something I can do, but I've definitely like fallen into the trap of like, why can't I do this? Like, why can't I have the shower on cold for a minute? Like these people are submerging their bodies outside in the middle of like Michigan. And I like Corey camp, love Corey camp to death He's on this podcast twice. This motherfucker is out here doing cold (laughs) for like 18 minutes. I feel like, and I'm like, I I do get a little jealous because I'm like, I want the benefits that come from it, but I've never felt, I've never felt good after doing it. And it's, there's been times where I've been like, okay, maybe it's me and I suck, but it's not for me. It's just not for me. Yeah. I just would have to shave my legs immediately after (laughs) again. And I already am Puerto Rican and have to shave them all the time. No, I did this challenge once with some girlfriends and it was like, submerge yourself one minute um, one minute in the shower after your hot shower, it's fine. You're already in there. And I was like, yeah, but I already shaved my legs. <laughs> like I yeah, literally no. can't, or I'll have to shave again. <laughs> okay. So not to end it on such a sour note, I want to do some biohacking trends that I can get behind and okay. I think are amazing. So eating clean foods, 70 to 30 ratio, 70% of the time you're nourishing yourself with clean foods, whole foods. You are reading the ingredients and you don't have to go 
batshit crazy. You most likely know when you pick something up and it's in a package that it doesn't have ingredients that you can pronounce, but being really conscious about what you're putting in your body 70% of the time and then living your life 30% of the time. Mm -hmm. That's always been the balance that's worked for me. It's never too intense. It's something that I can work with personally. So eating clean foods is obviously going to lead to things like weight loss and more energy and better sleep, clear skin, all of the good things that we're looking for, longevity, all the things that come from biohacking. Another one that I actually found, and this girl has a TikTok. I love her. She's so cute. She talks a lot about microdosing as well. So I trust her, but her name is Chloe biohacks on TikTok, And she actually kind of, she's probably the side that I think you and I would agree with the most because she's talking about biohacking with things like food and not the crazy intense stuff. Um, but she was talking about how flossing can literally extend your life and, the statistics behind this, I actually did a deep dive and I was reading all different statistics from all over. And all of it was leading to the same answer that flossing is so good for you. And it's it's not free, but floss is really inexpensive. It's something that you can do every (laughs) single day and not feel like it's a tedious task. And it's something that we always overlook, but, uh, irritated bleeding gums, anything that's like open in your mouth and it's not like clean and cleaned out that allows bacteria in your mouth to enter your bloodstream, like immediately. And when you have plaque that enters your bloodstream, it can travel to your brain. When plaque travels to your brain brain that causes severe inflammation. When you have poor dental hygiene, this fact is crazy. You're 21% higher risk of getting Alzheimer's. And I saw Mm. this statistic so many places and I backed it with so many different sources. And then I also read that you're also twice as likely to have cardiovascular disease if you're not taking care of your mouth and the plaque in your mouth and how quickly that plaque goes through your bloodstream and just like immediately to your brain. Like that is a biohacking I'll get behind. And tongue scraping on that same tip. I, um, I have a friend who does a lot of work with Ayurveda and she, says scrape your tongue every single day. And I, I, I'm pretty consistent with it, but I also used to swish around this oil inside of my mouth. I'll have to get the brand. Um, and I, and it was really good for whitening my teeth, but also it was good for gum health. And I mean, I went to the dentist last year, the first, for the first time in years, and I'm so happy I did. And unfortunately, you know, dental isn't covered for everybody, but if you can do these little things to support that, and if you have to go get a root canal, I was just listening to a podcast with this woman who, um, she helps people get on stages and speak and really make a bigger impact. And one of her clients is a dentist and she, Mm. she talks about root canals, but she made root canals sexy because she was saying how important if you need a fucking root canal, it is for your longevity. And I always think about like past old dogs I've had that have had to get their teeth pulled because they were like, if we don't pull these teeth, these dogs are going to get sick and die. And that's the same thing as us. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's something I would have never thought of. And it doesn't scare me, but it makes me more aware now of how important like my teeth are. And that's huge for me. 
two more that I can get behind and I will always get behind moving your body. It's just proven moving your body, whether it's five minutes a day, if you can get 30 minutes in, that's great. If you're someone who likes to move for an hour, whatever it is, make it work for you, make it work for your schedule. We don't have to tell you that you guys already know that. And then lastly, breath work and meditation. I mean, that is a biohack for life. You may sit in meditation and let your mind wander and come out of it and be like, that didn't work. But I promise you, if you make that a daily routine, five minutes, 10 minutes, slow your breathing, get in control with what's going on inside, slow your body down. You will, you will become a meditation believer, a meditation stand. I promise pinky, pinky promise. And again, that's something that is free completely free. You can access it at any time. And who doesn't want to learn to just like connect deeper to their body and, you know, stop the mind from racing. There's so Mm -hmm. much going on in the world right now. There's too much right now. Yeah. So like slowing that down any way possible. Yeah. Those are great behind. Um, I can get behind all of those. If you guys are looking for a free app, the one giant mind app, I studied under Johnny Pollard who created it. He's incredible. It's the technique. I, I teach a similar technique um, to with my clients and I will not work with anybody who's not doing this type of technique because it's basically like a mental detox. Um, so check it out, One Giant Mind app. And then something that I think is underrated when it comes to breath work, again, you don't have to do a 40 minute session all the time. You don't have to even do a 10 minute but what is powerful is five big, deep breaths and an audible sigh. Mm-hmm. So that is proven to bring the body into parasympathetic. And it is proven to just be able to like send the signal to the body that we're resting. Rest is parasympathetic, right? Rest mm-hmm. and digest. So mm-hmm. it's just inhale. Yeah, let's do it um, now. Let's do five. Let's breaths do five. Now. Okay, ready? Inhale. Sigh it out. Ah. Uh, Inhale. Exhale. Ah. Inhale. Exhale. Ah. Two more. Inhale. Exhale. The last one. Hold it at the top. Inhale. Hold. Take a little more air. In. Hold. Let it out. to do like sign even just uh like feeling the vibration of my voice in my body like I can get I just had a little tad bit of emotion come through when I did that because it's just like expressing yourself and mm-hmm. and you know sometimes we don't have the words for how we're feeling but if we can just be like oh I have a I also have a mentor and he's the shit who says like, how are you feeling? And I'll be, and I'll start talking and he'll be like, no, mm. like, how are you feeling? And I'll just be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> it does. It truly does. And I feel so good after those. So five deep breaths and let's have a kick-ass 2023. I think this was the perfect episode to start it off. It was, it was so good. I'm so glad we're back. Um, we have a community dump coming up. Mm-hmm. I have been meeting some wellness for the hot mess babes out in the wild. And it's the coolest thing. You guys have been coming to my classes. You guys have been joining challenges and programs. And I just, I love it so much because we 
truly are here to just be like that big sister support for you um, throughout this whole year. Totally. Your wellness besties. So let's have an amazing year and stay tuned for some awesome things coming. We love you guys so much and we will see you next Sunday. Peace out. We are so happy you took the time for yourself and dropped in with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone you love or rate and review. We cannot wait to have you next time and we'll see you in the community.